So many years ago, my brother and I uh, went and had lunch. <laughs> we had lunch more than just once every few years. Uh, there for a while, we would go to lunch a mm, couple of times a month. It probably wasn't once a week, but uh, my older brother, Todd. Hi, Todd, if you're listening. And uh, we went to lunch. <clears throat> Sometimes we get sentimental and talk about the good old days, you know, when we were kids. And I really did. I, I, I Thank you, Mom. Thank you, Dad. I, I really had the best childhood on the planet. Um, you know, you take those things for granted, but I really, really did. My dad uh, was a great man. He's been gone, gosh, over 25 years now. But um, the job he worked, he came home, uh, and he was home at a little after 5 every every day. And my mother prepared dinner. Sometimes my dad would cook, but mostly my mom. And uh, I hated hated most of what we had. And now I love that food. Uh, but, but you know, he was home every night at 5.30. And uh, we had dinner as a family. Sat around. And there were no iPhones back in those days. Uh, we sat around the kitchen table. And we ate dinner. And afterwards, you know, you'd, whatever. Uh, a lot of times we'd retire to the family room and watch watch TV many times as a family. Uh, I really just had the best childhood. On the weekends, we would go to my uh, grandmother's house, and um, Mamu and Papa. Yeah, I said Mamu. One of the one of the kids couldn't say Mamma. It came out Mamu, and that's what we called her. And she was a heavy set lady with with gray hair up real always up real high and. She was a delight. You would say, yell in the other room, Mamu, and her her thing was always, she would just say, who? So that was our thing. Mamu, who? That's how she would respond. And then um, her mother-in-law, Papa's mom, lived with them, their whole, their whole marriage, in fact. And her name was Minnie, and Minnie, Minnie's been around for a while. But anyway, Todd and I, Todd and I went and had lunch and uh, got to talking about, you know, the old places and we drove by our grandparents' house, Mamu and Papa. And then we drove over to the neighborhood we grew up in until I was nine. Then we moved in, into a larger home, but uh, a, a small little bitty house, a three bedroom, one bath, and about 900 square feet. The five of us lived in. And, uh, and we were sitting there debating on going up and maybe saying hi to a neighbor. You know, we sat out in front of the house we lived in and looked at it, stared at it, and talked about memories. And then Todd did a did a U-turn and faced this way, and he said, uh, let's go say hi to a neighbor. And he pulled up almost to the street sign in front of the Barnes house. So uh, what's interesting about this is these these three families have lived in the same houses for 50 years. <laughs> Uh, most people move every seven years or less. Uh, there's three, one on one on the corner, the other one on the corner, and then one next door. And so I thought we were going to the Barnes house, but nope, that's not where we went. Come on back and listen to the rest of this. You'll find out what house we went to, why, and what happened, and the rest of the story, really where I'm leading with all this. So come on back. Thank you. 
Hi, this is Brian Reynolds. You're listening to the Appraisal Update Podcast, brought to you as always by the very fine folks over at Appraiser eLearning. You need some education? Check us out at appraiserelearning.com. We've got lots of new courses and even more on the way. We have uh, some great virtual offerings where you have a live instructor that leads the leads the curriculum, uh, leads the day. And then we also have the online education as well. Check it out at appraiserelearning.com. And soon, very, very, very soon, very soon, we're going to have some more road shows. Hal and I are going back on the road. So we may be coming to a city near you, and you get to meet some of the Appraiser eLearning team as well as get some CE credit. So if you'd like for us to come to a city near you, reach out to Ben or Kim or Hal or I or Jim or Doug or anybody, Diana, anybody over the uh, AEL team and say, come to me, come to me, come to me. But anyway, Todd and I parked his Jeep up in front of the barns. I naturally thought we were going to the barns, but no, we walked next door. He's like, let's go say hi to our old baseball coach. I said, oh, okay. So we walk up and knock on the door and we wait. And sure enough, here comes Mike Barnhart. Now, Mike was a sergeant in the Marines. I mean, he was he was a tough guy, you know. Here he comes in his little shorts and white tube socks and answers the door, and my brother tries to be smart and says, hey, we're with the Church of Latter-day Saints. He's like, get in here, boys. Now, I hadn't seen this man in 30 years, and he immediately recognized us both, asked us to come in. He said, I'm just back here folding some laundry. So we go we go back to the back. He's got a family room addition now in this small house. And he, he was back there folding laundry. And we chatted with Mr. Barnhart for quite a while. And uh, then he said, come on in here. I'll show you some pictures of Scott and what he's doing and the grandkids. And so he pulled up some pictures and was, you know, having that proud grandpa moment. And... Um, talking about Facebook, if I can do it, anybody can do it, you know, and and we just had a really good visit. He had an oxygen thing there, and uh, he said, my doctor wants me on that, but I don't, I'm not doing that. He said, every once in a while, I'll, you know, get a little little breath of air, and he said, I got one in my truck, if I need one, I take a little breath of air, but I'm doing good. And I said, well, Mike, you look good. And we just, we were there probably two hours. Now, again, we hadn't seen this man in over 30 years. Had just a wonderful visit with our old baseball coach. I didn't have time for that. Guys, I'm busy. You're busy. My brother's busy. We're all busy. But we made the time, and we had a wonderful visit. We left there. Uh, I know Todd and I were feeling great, and I think Mr. Barnhart probably enjoyed our visit as well. A week later, I was lecturing in Nashville, and my brother texted me. And so on a break, I went out, and I called him, and I said, what's up? And he said, you'll never believe this. I said, what? He said, Mike Barnhart just died. And I couldn't believe it. I, we had just visited with the man the week before. Had a great visit. And now this, this man died. And... Um, so we attended the we attended the funeral. We went by for the visitation, and then we went and we had a little drink on behalf of Mr. Barnhart. But while we were there, uh, his son came up and he said, "Hey, uh, guys, you'll never believe how Dad went on and on and on about you guys just randomly showing up at the front door." and visiting with him. That really made his day. 
thank you for doing that. So guys, I just want to take a moment to say, take some time out for the people you love and care about. Take some time to go visit someone. Take some time to write a card. You know, the best thing to do is face-to-face, in person. Give them a hug. Have a conversation with them. If you can't do that, have a phone call. But another cool thing is old school, not an email, not a text, not a snap, not an Instagram, not a Facebook. Send a letter. I got one not long ago. And uh, and this was very nice. And I've kept it in my desk. It, it, it's housed in my desk. I didn't read it and throw it away. Oh, that was nice and throw it away. I still have it. This came in in uh, March. March of 2021, and it sits right in my desk. And it was just a little note. It said, uh, Brian, I have no idea how you find the time to do all that you do, but I really appreciate what you do for appraisers and the appraisal profession, DW. Thank you, DW. Uh, that means a lot, and I'll, it's Danny Wiley. Okay, that's I'm not trying to embarrass anybody, or but but that meant a lot to me, and and I've kept it. It's in my desk. Thank you, Danny. Thank you for those kind words. Um, I encourage you to reach out to somebody that you care about, somebody that uh, maybe it's a business associate, maybe it's maybe it's a family member. I'm not a writer. I, I, you know, I'm, I don't like to read. I don't like to write either. But many years ago, I wrote a little note note card like that and sent it to my grandmother. And she was losing her sight, so I, I don't know that she was able to read it. She probably had somebody read it to her. Um, but I just sent her a little note, and it was just a little note to say, "Hey, thinking about you." Uh, the last time I picked you up, brought you over, I drove you around and let you see Christmas lights. And I did. I, I said, when's the last time you saw Christmas lights? She's like, oh, I couldn't remember, you know. So I went over to pick her up and bring her to my mom's house for for Christmas dinner. And uh, I said, well, let's just go on a ride. And we just drove around the community for a little bit and uh, and drove her by and showed her some some Christmas lights. I haven't put any pictures up, but last year for my mom's birthday, she turned 85 and we surprised her. We picked her up in a limo bus, and uh, and uh, she she I think that was her favorite part. Not not going out to dinner, not us buying her. To, I think her favorite part was you know she had her three boys with her, and we drove around that limo place and we said, "Show us where you grew up. I want to see the little house on uh, Cottage that you talk about so often." And let's go. Let's go down by 4th Street and show us that house. And show us the one on 3rd Street where you lived in a basement when you were first married and had my oldest brother, Todd. Show us the basement apartment you lived in. And I think that just meant the world to her to have family together and spending that time together. So I encourage you to to go visit somebody, um, write a letter, make a phone call. If it's got to be a text, do that. Um, but guys, life is short and, and time will slip away from you. I'm going to try and start writing. I've got these really cool appraisory learning little note cards, right? I've sent some out, but I'm going to try and start doing better and sending those out. But I wanted to, I really wanted to just take, take a moment to open something I got today. 
and I have no idea what this is. So you're you're getting to see it, and if it's inappropriate, this will <laughs> this broadcast will never air. Okay, uh, I know this is a podcast; it's mostly audio, but we did start videotaping these, and uh, so I have no idea what's going to come out of this box. I I hope it's safe. I hope it's something that doesn't spring out and give me a heart attack. Wouldn't that be horrible if I just had a heart attack right here being on film? But um, uh, someone someone I saw uh, recently said, I saw something I thought of you, I'm going to send it to you. So I assume that's who this is from. I, I really don't know. There's no there's no name on it. Uh, it, it. It's coming from New Jersey, and the person I know um, is not in New Jersey. Um, so I really have no idea if this is from him or not. You can see it's sealed. I have not opened it. And by the way... Um, I had said a while back, got my bone knife out here, going to cut the seal on this. I would said a while back I was going to do something called the appraiser's box, right? And I haven't done that yet, and I apologize. It, it, it's been my intent to do that as a, as a representative and president of NAA. And the goal was to create a little box, actually bigger than this, but also have a little box, and put it full of goodies and send it to an NAA member um ever so often and so getting this and talking about it on the podcast i think makes me excited about doing that again so i think i'm going to do that and uh, and so we'll just periodically send send a goodie box to an naa member and then we were going to do a little box about this size and send it to just an appraiser throughout the country whether they were an naa member or not so it's another box it's a box within a box so we'll get rid of the we'll get rid of the big box, and now I've got even a smaller box. So I'll grab my bone knife again. You guys can hear me cutting this open. I really appreciate whatever this is. It was nice for someone to think of me and send me something. That's always uh, always makes you feel good, and it looks like uh, a. Uh, uh, there's that box. And then I've got some bubble wrap, which, you know, I like bubble wrap. So I'm going to open this up and again. I don't, know, I don't know if I can show this or not, but there's my bubble wrap for all my listeners. Yeah, I'm one of them. So <laughs> there's, no, there's, there's, nothing, there's nothing else in here. Uh, so I just assume it's from the person that... Uh, <laughs> that uh, told me he was going to send me something. So, Jeff, if this is from you, thank you. Uh, it's a coffee cup, and uh, it's pretty cool. You guys can see it. It's, it says, wake up, kick ass, be kind, and repeat. So, uh, I love it. I love it. It's, uh, <laughs> it's uh, a pretty cool mug that I will use, and uh, I'm, I'm assuming that's from Jeff Bradford. He said he saw something. And he thought of me, and I don't know what part of, I don't know what part of this makes you think of me, Jeff. Uh, but I'll take it. Wake up, kick ass, be kind, and repeat. So that's very cool. I will use it. I will treasure that. Thank you very much, guys. Just take time out of your busy schedule. You're a very busy person. You're you've got too much to do on your to do list. Guess what? You're never going to get it done. You will never finish the items on your to do list. 
because when you get some of them done, more things are going to get added, right? And I know you think you're all very important people, right? I've got to do this. It's got to be me to do that. No, your client would have you replaced tomorrow. Take the time out to do some things for yourself. Do some things for your loved ones. Do some things for your friends. If nothing else, just take a moment out to write a note. Send a coffee mug. Candy Cook sent me a crystal ball one time, and that was a lot of fun. Thank you, Candy Cook, for that. Uh, but just let others know uh, that you think about them once in a while. You care about them. That's what this is all about. And, uh, and uh, you're special who you are and for what you are and what you do. And uh, know that and know others care about you. Don't, don't get into a deep depression and stay there, whatever you do. We all have little moments, uh, but, but shake it off, dust yourself off, and move right ahead. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you're doing well and you're uh, hanging on during uh, a little bit of a trying time. Rates have went up and business has slowed a little bit. I recommend you look at other ways with your knowledge and your skill set because what you have to offer is extremely valuable. Um, there's so many ways to make money in real estate and in real estate appraising. And with the knowledge and the skill set you have, you have an abundance of opportunities. So you might have to seek some new opportunities in the short term. Heck, you might find that you like those better and make it the long term. I don't know. But I do promise you this. Business is going to be back. It's going to be back. It's going to be strong. We're going to get busy again. So you might just use this as an opportunity to catch your breath, maybe learn some new things and use it as that opportunity. You've been listening to the Appraisal Update Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Reynolds. Until next time, make lots and lots of money. Enjoy yourself. Take a little mini vacation. Write a letter. Send a coffee cup to somebody you care about. And until next time, happy appraising. The Appraisal Update Podcast is brought to you by Appraiser E-Learning.